Things are about to get sickening. I actually think I'm going to start the episode with that. I'm just going in. Hey, bitches. Welcome to Hear the Community Apart Civil War. Oh, this is the most psycho Civil War. (laughs) But that's okay, right? Sure. There was a Marvel I mean, movie named after Civil yeah, War. I mean, come on. I thought. Right. Chris, right. Chris <laughs> Evans can do it. Um, I can do it too. So, okay. Well, so hi everyone. It's me, Drew Haskins. I've been on this call for a bit and I'm joined today with by like two of the absolute favorite um, guests in Crisis Twink history, Michael Eichner and four the boys. Hi, mama. Hello. Hey, Mama. We're here. It's so fun to be here in like a threesome. Yeah. I the energy is crazy already. (laughs) I'm so sorry for setting a tone that is uh unlikely to be matched, or maybe it will be exceeded. Who could ever be sure? But on on this show, I'm I'm not placing bets, but I do think it will be tough to follow. This 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 might be tough to follow, but also like what we're here to do today is nothing short of terroristic. Um, we, as people may know, are doing one bracket or one division of the bracket to determine the best song of all time. And it's international. One of them is from Canada, no? Who's Canadian? What's well, I don't want to spoil We're not going to spoil yet, but these are... Yeah, you should know, though. There's Europe. There's... Well, Europe there's is Europe. country. There's <laughs> Europe. There's Europe. There's multiple Europe. Um, Canada. Um, Wait, question. Sorry, is this a spoiler? Where is Foxes from? England. Oh. London, is she, England. She's from England? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, I can see why you would think she was German because, like, there is a very, like, anonymous, like, cascada quality to her. You could have told me, like, Lithuania, and I would have been like, yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's where Foxes is from. <laughs> she's she's one of the um, the dolls from... I'm Albania. 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 She, Albania. Thank Dua, you. Dua and Rita. She, she, Foxes. So you knew what com- I meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's competing on Drag Race Sperige, or whatever. <laughs> Belgique. <laughs> whatever it's called. Oh, well. oh my god um i'm already having the time of my life yeah me too so there are 16 songs in this bracket today they have been randomly seated um 15 of the winners of tear the community apart from uh episode 67 to 99 of crisis twink and one song a loser song from tear the community apart that i have chosen to re-enter the bracket as a contestant which I will reveal which one of those made it in as a loser in in the the event or I'm whatever choosing the fuck to this already is. Know, but well, if I'm you have your guesses, to decide, but yeah, I do. I definitely do. Well, sometimes they're wrong. So the reason I did this specific thing in the first place is that in no spoilers for y'all, but like in the first part of the bracket. Um, I included Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado because mutual friend of the pod, Tyler DiNucci, 
uh, picked Sexy back over it in his first episode of Crisis Twink. Um, and I didn't think that was acceptable. So I put Promiscuous back in. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's canon. We love him, but sometimes that's not, like, you shouldn't say things like that, especially on, on tape. Like, this is recorded. <laughs> like, this is going to be around forever. I'm feeling flagrant. I agree. Yeah. So. I agree. I think Sexy Back is better. But like, oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I'm feeling, I, I just feel, you know, comfortable and compelled to say what I think. I think it's better. Well, I'm glad you feel comfortable saying that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like why? Like. Doesn't that feel a little offensive to you? Like, absolutely. Yeah. I will say this though. I had a party last night and I put Future Sex Love Sounds, the song on the pregame playlist, went off. People love it. Like, it's just one of, like, I don't want to give JT too many flowers, but those first two albums are like tremendous. No, I think that's what it is. Like, I'm not here to give him credit. He doesn't need it. He's fine. But like, you know, the songs under the name. Yeah. Do what they need to do. So we should, maybe I should put at a last minute suit and tie into this bracket too and like see what cooks, but. See, that's where you're, you're going to lose me. The 2020 <laughs> experience, see, whatever that was, maybe. Yeah. Blind. I did see Justin Timberlake on that tour and it was after like part one of that album was good. And then like part two of the 2020 experience was like there was not a good song on there and so Wait, the I concert even, was really good except parts. for when all those songs were playing and then it was just like standing around like awkwardly like waiting for whatever eight minute terrible song to stop playing was yeah because all those songs are so fucking long like yeah. isn't there a song on part two called take back the night Yes. Uh, that was the first single, I think. Justice for Havana Brown. Oh, wait, no, that's not what that song's no, called. No, 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 that's We Run the Night. Take Back Thank the you. Night, I believe, is the anti-rape campaign from the early 2000s. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to confirm right now, but I'm, like, very certain that that was, uh, yes, it was the first single. Yeah, that would be, like, if, like, Ed Sheeran dropped a single called To Write Love on Her Arms in 2023. <laughs> just not cool man <laughs> not cool. And it was very much like at the time too people were like not into that song title so it, it was bad then it was bad now it, it hasn't my aged. head yeah, yeah it was wow. it was never good <laughs> wow i mirrors still goes off though okay I yeah, think so that was on part, that was part one, and then part okay yeah good. yeah yeah well okay <laughs> So I actually think we should jump into the bracket because we got a lot to get through today. Let's fucking do it. So the randomization here uh, led to what I would describe as a bloodbath. Um, the <laughs> pairings for this are off the wall. Um, the whole list was really good, except honestly, like one or two to me. So Right. And well, we'll just have to see. Um, let's get in the first matchup here. And mind you, these these songs are seated randomly. It's not like what song's best and what song is worst. So, but the first matchup is the one That's seed exactly versus- That's exactly what it is. Sort of. Like the, <laughs> we have a one seed versus a 16 seed here. Um, two songs that could not be more different. Um, one is Applause by Lady Gaga and the other is Chasing Cars by Snow. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm actually obsessed with this pairing. Yeah. And this is very funny. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm into this. This, this song that funny. I did not anticipate to excel in the race just might for me. Yeah. So if I said I was voting Chasing Cars for this, what would you say? I would say, I'm with you, sister. <laughs> oh, okay, so actually, yeah, I see it's interesting because I'm like, not the biggest fan of applause and I was re- I was like ready to to kind of shit on it, but I do think it's better than chasing cars somehow. Okay. But I think I, I, I love I love to hear it. Well, so I really don't chasing cars is very close to a song that I think I would really like, but it's bad. I like it gets it, like I think ultimately there's like the two minute climax of the song and I think it's like too much. Um, so I don't quite like it. And so I, it is one of the few songs that I would vote applause over. Okay. Okay. Wow. I can get behind that rationale. Um, I do think like, like as a gay man, I feel very obligated to vote for applause here in some ways because like it is one of her stupidest songs, which I think also means it's kind of one of her best too. I can't, I can't, I can't um, sit behind that. Okay. I agree with the stupid part for sure. <laughs> yeah. It is very dumb. It's, it's really it's and dumb. It that, and it really thinks it's kind of smart or I don't know, maybe like the coon stuff in the chorus or the verses, but. Some of us just like to read. <laughs> I will say this does feel like an appropriate time. I went to the Broad for the first time the other day. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, my gay little ass could not get suddenly the Koontz of me out of my head <laughs> the entire time. So maybe I should rethink. Well, my former employer got um, a Koontz put in the plaza um, right before pandemic hit. And like, we were all really excited about it before him because we didn't know what it was going to be. And we were like, ooh, a coon's like, we're going to get a balloon animal. Like, it's kind of tacky, but it's at least fun. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, when I tell you it was a big Jeff Coon statue of Piglet. What? Of what? Of Piglet. Of Piglet from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't record label. you lift off the ground? <laughs> It was so like how much funny. air did you get? I know. I, I just like and like you had to kind of squint to realize it was Piglet because it's like one of her his more like abstract works. I, like usually <laughs> he just makes like he makes like happy meal toys played in gold. Usually this had at least some like thought behind it, but nonetheless it was Piglet and like it's not. Wow. At a record label. Like, it does, Piglet has nothing to do with Dua Lipa. Like, what are <laughs> we doing here? Dula Piglet. <laughs> um, I am going to vote for Chase and Cars, though, um, as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I am, too. It a song that fun. has made me cry multiple times in my life, um, most notably at the Atwater Village Dunkin' Donuts. I cried in the <laughs> lobby. Um, and then immediately ran into Elle Fanning right after I went uh, literally in the parking lot. I think you line. manifested so, that. Yeah. Um, so in a colossal upset, Chasing Cars is moving on to the next round. I I can get behind this. I like I like this energy. I, I can get I behind I can't wait it. to see her next competitor. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> next we are moving on to the eight seed versus the nine seed. 
um, two icons of 90s music who have managed to continue their careers um, well into whatever century we're in right now. Um, two kooky ladies with two of their kookiest songs. Um, I know it. I inescapable. Know it. The eight seed is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. And the nine seed is That Don't Impress Me Much by Shania Twain. The mysterious Canadian I was referencing prior. Yeah. Hmm. I'm happy to start and yeah. I'm happy to throw throw another hot take out there. Um, I don't like all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah. And now we've yeah. said it. And now we've said it. <laughs> I um so when I rank the songs, I put all I want for Christmas for you above um that don't impress me much, but I so I don't know how much this should play into like I guess I guess I guess if I could vote for whatever I want. But I am really, really sick of All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. And I'm really not, I don't think resentful is the right word, but I'm not a fan of the whole like multi-million dollar industry that has sprung up around this song. Like I'm I'm happy for Mariah. I'm all in favor of her getting like all this appreciation, but like I I'm very sick of like every year we have to play All I Want for Christmas is You a million times. So it goes number one again. It's like it's a, it's a too much. It's, it's like I hear it in my dreams on the on the second the clock changes from November to December, and it's like it just doesn't leave, and it's made worse by like every, also like for my job I'm in malls a lot and things like that. It's just like it feels inescapable. Yeah, and I'm I've I can't tell you the last time I played it by choice. It came up on shuffle when I was in the shower the other day, and I was like wet hands like skip skip skip. Like, <laughs> I am also going to continue the war on Christmas here. Like Shania wins this for me. Um, the only reason this is in the bracket is because it would be negligent not to include it. Um, and friend of the pod, John Boone, did pick this to win over uh, Silent Night in his episode of Tear the Community Apart, the traditional carol. So, <laughs> um, And you know this, what? In that situation, I think I would have to agree. Yeah. Um, Shania, I'm a modernist. Yeah. I like, I think Shania like, she's not with it right now let's say but like this song is so good we just watched the music video for this um at like a music video watch party i had a few weeks ago and like sexy cool campy she is she is the moment i think this is easily a unanimous choice also i'm just like i'm looking back at the lyrics just to make sure that i i think i know what i i know and it's just like there's something so um, beautifully stupid about Shania's writing style that could only come from Canada. Yeah. And I love it. It's like, it's, there, there's something different about the camp that comes, you know, from up north. And I think this is a really good example. Like a lyric is literally, okay, so you're Brad Pitt. Like, that's it's, like, that's it. And she delivered, I mean, do her, her singing and delivery on this song is like, Ex, I think it's like expert. It's yeah. really good, and that's just country for you. I mean, what a sentence I just said. But um, no, like country is so much about like the delivery and like the intimate storytelling aspect of it too. Like, I yeah, and she's so good at that. Like, she so tells good. the dumbest stories. Yeah, my one note with this song is that I do think like, so you're a rocket scientist, so you're Brad Pitt, 
so you got a car is a de-escalation like she needs yes. to like I, those I was actually thinking around. something similar yeah like Brad Pitt would make more sense in verse three yeah like I have a Absolutely. car I have a Subaru <laughs> that doesn't like is that a not enough for Shania like I'm not driving like a hydro foil around like it's not fair it's very much those old videos of that girl who used to like be on like pretend dates where she was like oh you have a Hulu account oh you also have Netflix like it's very that you know like those like these shouldn't be impressive and for you not to be impressed I guess by someone having a car I think is fine yeah all right, I think let's move on to the five seed versus the 12 seed. Um, these two songs are like Akbar staples, I would say. Um, one from the 80s, one from the early 90s. Um, two just mm. like iconic pop songs, um, heavily influential to the songs of today. Which song is better, the five seed West End Girls by Pet Shop Boys or the 12 seed 100% Pure Love by Crystal Waters? This is a hard one. I, okay, so here's my question with West End Girls. And I'm going to be honest, like, I had heard the song before. I'm not, like, the most familiar with Pet Shop Boys discography. Where would you put on West End Girls now? Like, I, I guess I didn't realize it was, like, an Akbar staple. But, like, what, like, in what context would you put on that song? I mean, it's I kind a of song. agree. I mean, this, in, this, is, this is a nice thing I'm about to say. It's going to sound mean, but it's the nice thing about I'm about to say old gay guys love this song. Absolutely. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. I mean, it is a really good song. It's also it's like a really good song that I also can't like I I don't really imagine myself listening to it that often. Well, so it's that's fair. Look at the room. We're all very like young, cute. <laughs> gay so maybe it's not for us well hey um i don't want any bear phobia i don't want any shaming no one said um, anything about that girl well i'm bringing it to that place i'm bringing it to that place because when i see members of our community being sullied and slandered on recording i mean i just have to say something i just have to what would we what would the community do without you i know um i am voting for crystal waters though because that song is like yeah this might like lead, lead a little too much to where my mind might be the whole game but that is probably one of my favorite songs yeah of of your like that you've ever spoken on the show and i don't yeah. really have good reason for that because you know it's not like lyrically difficult or like brilliant but i just think it's so good it is good. I, think I never really so listened good. to it on headphones before going through this exercise. I mean, it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Now, all yeah. those old Crystal Waters songs, like, really bump from an audio-spatial perspective. Like, I don't, like, some of those, like, old house songs sound a little, like, cheap and tinny, which is, like, part of the appeal. But, like, 100% Pure Love is so lush and like gorgeous i don't know it's it's really yeah. good and the music video is like incredible too yeah i do think they're both good songs but i also think like in this particular pairing it's a little hard because one of them is like a great vibe but the other one is is, is iconic in my mind well i i would say western girls is iconic but i also would not call it i'm a big pet shop boys fan it's definitely not my favorite pet shop boys song but it's pretty good though. It is good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. We'll talk to you then. All right. Um, we're going to move on to 
Um, that was a, another unanimous vote. Okay. Weird matchup here, the four seed versus the 13 seed. Two songs that could not be more different than each other. One, a blog house cult fave from a UK girl group member. The other, um, a song by Adam Levine. The four seed is Beat of My Drum by Nicola Roberts. And the 13 seed is This Love by Maroon 5. Off the bat, I'm just, I'm voting for Nicola Roberts on this one. Yeah, I was okay. prepared for whatever. I, I guess I didn't consider this pair up, but I was prepared for that song to be out quite early in my mind. But I think this particular pairing, I, I think I agree with you unless Michael has anything to change my mind. Oh my God, yeah. I hate that. I hate Beat of My Drum. I Whoa. Like, I like, it's like, I never heard it before. I don't, I don't think I heard it before this. And I like, was like, oh, what is this? And I put it on and I like, I do not like the song. I That's, like, wow. Okay, I, that is a little shocking to me because this is like, this is, it's 2011. Like Nicola Roberts, for people who don't know, was a member of Girls Aloud um, with like Cheryl Cole and like Nadine Coyle, like all those She's girls. the redhead. She's the redhead. Um, not to be redundant, and but. She like wrote most of the songs for Girls Aloud, like kind of like the thinking man's like favorite member. And like when she came out of the gate and picked Diplo, like pre like, you know, mass audience Diplo to produce her first single, it was a real, a real moment. I love this song. I know you Wait, also love this song. is this before after, um, I was gonna look this up. Is this before or after Girls Run the World? This is same year. This would have, oh, is it? Yeah, it's same year. I don't know, I was just like, I guess now it's hard in retrospect because I was just like, oh, so she used Pone de Floor. Like it was just like a Pone de Floor sample or whatever. Um, yeah, I really, I, the song was not doing it for me. And I have like this love fairly low in my ranking, but I do think it's like an elite CVS Walgreens song. Yeah. And I do think it is, I think one of the only interesting Maroon 5 songs um you and lost there, unfortunately. I would a thousand times out of a thousand prefer to listen to this love over beat of my drum mm. Michael you're kind of getting little... me a little bit because I'm kind of remembering the song and I'm like I actually don't think it's good I just think Drew and I have this weird like standing <laughs> place in conversation for this song and I don't know why it's because like it's one of those things where I, I steamroll like my love runs over you like a bulldozer and I I just really 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 have loved this song from the literal moment it came out um and I mean I'm a huge UK girl group and UK pop like fanatic um I don't know I just have a big I have a big fondness for this but I songs about Jane was also the first CD I ever bought I do like this love oh, a that's lot. cute yeah. Okay, so so I did fact. So Run the World came out it's a, a Wikipedia has it at April 11th, 2011 or April 21, 2011 and Nicola Robert the Nicola Roberts song came out June 2nd, 2011. Yeah. So Oh. I'm like did she have to? Yeah, I don't know. I I but think it, they were probably recorded concurrently, and Tiplo probably just used the same drum beat for both songs. Which, like, I guess there's precedent for that. But yeah. like, 
it's it's definitely not a pond to floor sample it's just like you kind of forget um a lot of the like major laser stuff from that period sounds really similar to like a lot of it is like really samey also i am thinking back on a job that i did and i was summoned to dj and it was like a uk photographer and I think I remember him saying he liked Girls Aloud, but I did put this song on the queue and I believe it was skipped. You know, it wasn't a hit. Um, and for, the- I, I, don't, I don't know, I might be changing my mind here with all the things flooding back to my memory. Look, I respect, I respect the civic process here. I'm not here to, I'm not here it's to like steamroll. Um, we do need to vote though. I'm going to go with Beat of My Drum. I'm this love. No, it's on you. You know what? Justice for Adam movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is this is bullshit. I mean, I like look, I respect the process. I respect the process, but like I did not think when I woke up this morning that I was going to be fighting for my life um, against two Adam Levine stands. Like, I just didn't think, this is malicious gay faculty is what it is. Like, it's what it is. Um, Listen, but I respect don't make it. me bring up the screenshots. Threats <laughs> on my <laughs> podcast? Yeah, it wouldn't be the, the only way one. to effectively work with you. Yeah, I know. Way. Actually, I am um the only way you can rein me in is through like fear-based <laughs> intimidation. <laughs> like I do think that's true. I'm really the bottom half of the bracket is really scary. Um I'm I'm, I'm really ready. scared. This next matchup is fucking bananas. Um the three seed versus the 14 seed, two top faves currently the gays love both of these people these two songs are like two of the best pop songs i think written and recorded in the past like 10 years the third seed is also the loser um crazily that has now been in the bracket and that is vroom vroom by charlie xcx you got me gal and the 14 seed is no one dies from love by tovlo what did vroom vroom lose to Vroom yeah, Vroom lost to Money Machine by 100 Gex. Um, friend of the pod. And, so friend of the pod, Andrew. Cashman, I just want to talk. He chose. Um, he chose Money Machine because he doesn't like it when gays dance to Vroom Vroom, which is honestly a justification I respect. I don't because that song would never exist without Vroom Vroom. I agree. I, but he doesn't I, yeah, like I when gay guys that. go beep beep. <laughs> so. Um, so this is an intro. So that's fair. I'll take that. Yeah. Where where are we all <laughs> thinking right now on Vroom Vroom versus No One Dies from Love? I'm kind I, of I, I'm kind of up in see, the air. So so No One Dies from Love and one other song on this list I'm having a hard time with because they haven't stood the test of time as much as a lot of these other ones have. So while I think No One Dies from Love is a great song i really do i think it's one of tovo's best actually maybe Mm -hmm. i just don't i don't know what that looks like to the future you know yeah i mean it's it's also recency bias like no one dies from love was my favorite pop song of 2022 
but 2022 was not it was a very like middle of the road year for pop music I thought like a lot of like very good songs and nothing like truly like out of this world stellar vroom vroom not only is a out of this world stellar song but like completely defined alternative pop for like a good five years yeah, yeah, I do think that. when I when I heard this again in preparation, I mean, I, you know, the word the words cultural reset are are thrown around a lot, but this like vroom vroom was a was a cultural reset. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and also like there's something um, abrupt about you know because when Noah Dies from Love came out, I do remember I think probably having it on like repeat to some degree. Um, the way it starts and stops is alarming to me in the way that you don't always know where that is the like bleed in when you have it on repeat is so flawless that like you could have that song on for four hours and think you've listened to it like 10 times it's also a shorter song I don't know that's just like a, a critique of my mind yeah 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 I mean I I Look, I it is like a classic case of cute before gorgeous. Um, gorgeous devours cute. Yeah, I do want to. I I think this is also like the randomization has really done. No one dies from love dirty because it is like we're almost underselling it. It is such a fantastic song, and that album like. Well, I mean, better like, than they, some they, of the they, ones we've already picked out. Yeah, I agree. Oh, definitely. I. I mean, I don't want to do that kind of thought exercise almost, but like no one does from love would be in the top half of the bracket, a very solid contender. It's just like the bloodbath we have on our hands today is just, it's- Yeah, and I think there's room for that conversation. Like, you know, yeah. I think it's it's fine to say that like some people win in a bracket scenario that shouldn't advance, you know? It's and just you know the, what? the pairing of it all. We're not giving out participation trophies. Um, no, we're not. Not in today's climate. I, I just don't think that that's a good example to be setting for the queer people, queer youths who are listening to this podcast. Um, Dirt Femme is really good though. I want people to like listen to it more because like it didn't do well except for the gays. Um, though she has sold out all of her tour dates. So like, what do I know? But okay. So we're all voting Vroom Vroom. Is that what I'm gathering here? I have to. I have a Sophie tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I think I'm pretty on board with Vroom Vroom. I also just want to read this tweet about to- the Tuve Lo concert. Oh, don't um, say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Tove Lo was unbelievable and so now. much better. Sorry, so sorry. I'll I'll set this up. This was a tweet that was going around. Um Tove Lo was unbelievable and so much better live than recorded but the stench of her fans was truly unbearable. No deodorant, no shower, didn't brush their teeth, farting constantly. It was one of the worst experiences ever. That is so- To this, to this, I'm gonna say, her album is called Dirt Femme. And like, I don't think you get to pick and choose where that dirt lies. I, I, and I agree. The crowd, crowd, I imagine was giving Dirt Femme. Yeah, like I mean, you can you can choose your family, but like sometimes your family's <laughs> chosen for you. Sometimes it just is. So, all right. Next up, we got the six seed versus the eleven seed. 
Um, we've talked about one of these artists already today, but these two songs are like, I would say like soul cycle music, but not in a bad way. Like perfectly, perfectly good to great pop songs um, <clears throat> that have kind of not aged super well with time, but what do I know? I'm so stupid. Um, the Sixth Seed is High Horse by Casey Musgraves. The 11th seed is Clarity by Zed featuring Foxes, uh, the Lithuanian. Oh, I kind of love this pairing. Yeah, this felt kind of spiritually right. I think these songs are on the exact same tier for me, and I I don't know how I'm going to vote. I think it's, these are on the same tier of, like, quality to me, but I think obviously one of them had more societal and cultural impact to me, maybe I'm coming from, Wait. you know, a warped lens. So which one are you saying? Clarity. Absolutely. I mean, like, High Horse wasn't on the radio like Clarity was. Like, no. I, Clarity was inescapable for a period of time. And maybe that was just the sphere that I was in. Again, I was in high school and, like, that was very much, like, the era of Coachella and all that shit. And it was, like, it felt like it was everywhere, no? yeah maybe I mean I don't know I guess maybe I, I, yeah like... I do I think I do agree with that I think when I was listening back to Clarity it's definitely one of those songs where you're like waiting around during the verses for the chorus to drop and the verses are kind of like gobbledygook like <laughs> like the what let me uh, like these lyrics are clock ticks till it breaks your glass and I drown in you again that's and I'm like whoa I don't know. What I that don't know means. if I've ever actually known. No, but like, there, it's you're designed to be like on Molly or like swirling out of your goddamn gourd to this. Like the lyrics are yeah. almost like accoutrements. Like it's not right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, Which like yeah, but I like again yeah. So when I'm like listening to it on headphones, I'm just like waiting around during the verses, and the chorus is real. I mean, obviously the chorus is really good, and you got the drop and stuff. Um, whereas I do think high horse is like good all the way through and you're like you know the verses are good the chorus are good the bridge like it's like entirely like a good song all the way through now granted like you would be listening to probably in different contexts than you would to clarity yeah i think that's where my mind is having like a hard time equating the two because you it's exactly that you know there's probably more time where the whole track of high horse is is absolutely a lot more palatable than clarity yeah yeah, I, I agree. I agree with both of those points. Also, like, if I'm zooming out for a minute, like, I could not name the album that Clarity is from. Obviously, Golden Hour is, like... I think it's called Clarity. Oh, really? I was Yeah, oh. I was gonna say, I think it is called Clarity. <laughs> well, hey, it shows what I know, right? Um, <laughs> Golden Hour, though, is, like... I mean, it's a, a massive achievement. Yeah, agreed, agreed. But that's not the conversation. No, that's not the conversation. I think I am going to go high horse for this, though, just because, like, I I just have a little bit more fondness for it, I think. I don't think high horses age super well, but that might just be me, like, kind of... I, I'm in kind of a valley with Casey Musgraves right now, and I will, I'm yeah. sure, at another point get up to a peak again, but, like, High Harris really does, High Harris, High Horse, <laughs> it really does feel like um, the precursor to Starcross, the album, in a way that like, all, like Starcross is perfectly nice, but like, 
you know, not golden hour. Um, but I'm going to go high know, horse. I've, I've, ne- I've never seen anyone react the way to high horse that I have seen many people react to clarity, though. Well, it got, you know, it bops politely versus like clarity is like a big old sledgehammer of a song. Like, it's, yeah, but like all those like EDM songs from that time period like it's all about like the drop i kind of find the the drop though in clarity is annoying to me i will say that like i actually think the chorus randomly is the best part of yeah the the, if our love is the best is the best hook of the song and the pre-chorus that. like yeah it's it's great it's really great i don't know i don't know i'm just thinking of that like <laughs> like that is the moment high horse doesn't have that no no high horse doesn't have that but it's like a song for like you and your girls yeah you would you would put I'm you would put clarity. high horse on in a pregame you wouldn't put on clarity at a pregame necessarily or if like you're in your car like cruising that you would put you would put on clarity at a pregame yeah but maybe that's my kind of party got it well okay. I, I think like pregame music like it's all flattened and um Oh, I'm sorry. I just got a text message that said they found another balloon over Lake Michigan. Ah! <laughs> they're coming. Um, they're coming for this recording. If they come outside my window, I'll put the mic out and see if um, like Xi Jinping has anything to say about. Like, yeah, there's more important things. I worse. Our silly little gay rant. <laughs> um, oh no! What I was saying is like pregame music can look like anything. Like I put on um, "I'm Good" by Bebe Rexel last night at my pregame, and that went off. Like in even a small sorry, apartment setting, <laughs> Bebe Rexel. <laughs> She's rebranded. Okay. Anyway, I'm going with Clarity. Yeah. I'm, going I'm going with High Horse. High, I'm going with High Horse. Okay. All right. Well, I hope I get to vote for her in the next round. This is a gentleman's agreement. I think like that. That that felt like an equitable voting process jesus fucking christ the well let's not seed... do that again this 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 is a bad one the seven seed versus the ten seed um two absolute musical titans like when we say the five greatest artists of all time we're talking two of these two of those artists are two are these people right here sorry, it's fucking bananas that this <laughs> I'm not cutting I that out. I said so. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, we, like, this is... This also, the is... way that I, one of the people I know you're talking about, that's so disrespectful. I'm so sorry. Well, you don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I, I, talking I, about... I do, and I'm apologizing to her publicly. Oh, well, okay. The seventh seed is Break My Soul by Beyonce. Of and course. The tenth and seed I'm sorry, is... Beyonce. The tenth seed is The Buttons by The Pussycat Dolls. I'm really voting for this is a really funny matchup. Um, the I'm voting for this, but I'm my mouth is open wide. I'm voting for buttons. I think I am too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't think I'm gonna vote for buttons. However, I I think it's I think it's very funny, and so I'm I'm like kind of into it. Um, okay, I guess here's a question I was thinking about. Do the Pussycat Dolls have more good songs than Fifth Harmony? Yes. No? My yes. gut instinct <laughs> was immediately to answer yes, but now I'm actually thinking about it to see if that's the case. Like, 
I think there are five good Pussycat songs, Pussycat Doll songs, those being Buttons, Stick With You. Don't ya? No, I'm not putting that up there. Be oh, when I grow up. Be Buttons when I grow No, I said Buttons twice. When I grow up and um, I hate this part. You could say those are my twice, five. I think that counts. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and um. Wait, but is it like that? Also, like, they had a few more that, like, maybe weren't as good. But, like, I hate this part right here. That was good. So no? good. So yeah. good. So, so good. then, yeah. So the, so I think they might have more, more good songs than Fifth Harmony anyway. But Fifth Harmony also has, like, Fifth Harmony is not in the bracket. So, like, we can give them a little bit of space right now. Like, Work From Home is a colossal achievement of pop songwriting. What's Sledge that one Hammer. where they're on the beach? Um, with oh, Eddie um... That that. My head. That's yeah. a great song. They are, if you watch that music video back, they are fully tripping over their gowns. <laughs> so funny. Like everyone is standing on their own hems and the other girls' hems. Like, there was no so... budget for a tailor on that one. Not even, no. They're in like, they're all like five two and like in like the model size clothes. Like it's really <laughs> something else. Um yeah, I okay. Let's, Everyone was committed to doing them wrong at every chance they got, and it only made it better to me. I think Cami Cabby must be that difficult to work with. Like she really inspires like like a real hatred from people. Even not Madonna. me. And like, Madonna. Yeah, did you have you not been seeing that little clip going around where like she was forced to say her name for like some award and then like Camila's standing there talking about how big of an inspiration Madonna has been to her and Madonna literally looks like she's checked out like she's four countries away in her mind I don't think Madonna knows who Camila Cabello is I know she doesn't she said her name wrong but she does know enough to know that like she does not give a fuck about her I mean to be to be fair we don't say her name right either (laughs) like you're talking to three medalists at the Cami Cabby games here (laughs) like we're not we're not really respectful of her either but um, I think Break My Soul is kind of mid. Is that okay to say? I think it is okay because also like the sample, like you have to, you with a song like that, you have to like look back and be like, okay, there's a sample, which is also an incredible song. And then it's like, it's not better to me. Like maybe they're similar, but like, if it's not an entirely original song, AKA Buttons, I think I there's like extra to consider. What say you, Michael? How? Why are you going to bat for "Break My Soul" here? Um, again, "Buttons" is another song where the verses are like, "What?" I don't know what we're talking about here, <laughs> and then the chorus is good. Um, but I do think with "Break My Soul," so yeah, it's not my favorite Beyonce song. I do think it's her best radio song in a very long time. Um, the first verse, I don't really, I don't, a lot, there are some parts on Renaissance where I'm like not really sure what she's doing from a lyrical perspective. And that first verse, of, yeah, that first verse of Break My Soul, I'm a little confused. I'm like, I don't know if, do we need Beyonce to, or to be like, just quit my job? It's like, I, I don't, I, I don't, that's like, I don't know. It doesn't really seem like fully, it kind of feels a little bit like a couple songs mashed together. I do like the second verse much better than the first. And I think the like bridge into like the last chorus is probably the best part of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think, I do think it's a better song than Buttons, but I'm not like necessarily like, I wouldn't, I think if this was a different matchup, I would probably 
comfortably vote for something else over break my soul yeah i i actually do hear that like i think maybe it i don't know you're, you're kind of skewing me maybe it is a better song than buttons but like you're no, a I don't pushover. I don't, I don't want to think that, so I'm not going to. Yeah, I think know? it is very funny to vote for buttons over Break My Soul. So I, if that is what happens, I, I do think it's, I'm, I'm into it. I think I'm going to do it. I, I am voting. Yeah, like I'm very confident in voting for buttons here because it is like a, a great song. Like a, I think Scott Storch production too, Michael. Like, great. Am I crazy for thinking that? I'm not. Uh, I will, con- oh, yeah, I'll confirm. It is, that. I think it is, it is, it is. Um, oh, sorry, I just think also, it's funny. Quick, quick question. Do we think the version with Snoop is better than the version without Snoop? Uh, the version with Snoop is the only version I acknowledge. Um, okay. Simply for the following nine words, Ashley, Nicole, Carmeet, Jessica, Kimberly, Melody, you're telling me. And for that reason alone, I am voting for buttons over Break My Soul. Buttons is Buttons is produced by Paolo Dadon, by the way, and and, oh, Garrett and no. um, but yeah, I'm 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 gonna stick with Break My Soul, but I'm firmly on board with Buttons advancing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is, I'm going Buttons. Buttons is the people's champ here. I'm okay with. Though I would never say anything bad about Renaissance. Renaissance is my friend. Renaissance is like actually, I think just gets better the more you listen to it too. So I'm. Oh yeah, I, again, I think Renaissance is great. Break My Soul is great, but you know yeah there's 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 a timing issue here where like you do have to weigh the amount of time we've sat with these things yeah so the the last two songs here the two seed versus the 15 seed are two songs from like turn of the 2010s um kind of the transition from like the blackout era electro pop into like the edm era era two really 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 good songs this is a low-key very hard matchup i think the two seed is Feedback by Janet Jackson and the 15 seed is I Love It by Icona Pop featuring Charlie XCX. Oh, wow. That's a hard one, actually. Yeah. I think I, and my gut instinct is to go with Feedback, but I could be persuaded to do I Love It, I think. Okay, so first of all, the lyrics of Feedback, again, crazy. <laughs> um, something heavy like persuade. a first day period. Um <laughs> I kind of uh, want to start blaming you for looking into pop lyrics and like, <laughs> thinking they should matter. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But something heavy like a first day period really, really jumped out at me. I, uh, so first, I yeah. love so it. So funny. One of my top songs of this bracket. Okay. And Wait, which I one? Do, I, love I don't it. love feedback. Um, I don't think it's like quite the mode that I like need to hear Janet Jackson. And I guess the question is, do you think this could be a feedback could be a Carrie Hilson song? Yeah, and I like no. it maybe more if it was a Carrie Hilson song. I oh, see I that's, don't a, that's I, I don't know if I lo- like it's uh, not like necessarily what I want to hear from Janet to be honest. Yeah. Oh, I love it from Janet because I'm like to me it's like honestly kind of one of her like pivotal songs. Like I feel like I need that to fully round out my view of her. The music video is I, also I think crazy. feedback is so good. It is good. Like she's dancing with sperm. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I watched music this music video. video. I mean, it, based on the lyrics of the song, then like you know, it's all on theme. <laughs> like we, you really like feedback hits off off to the races. Like it starts off. Your song starts off with you saying, 
light skin, dark skin, my Asian oh my persuasion. I got them all. That's why these girls ha- ha- hate him because I'm sexy. Crazy. Not everyone can say that. No, Carrie Hilton <laughs> probably couldn't say that. <laughs> Said with um, love. I do. Yeah, I would. I, I would pretty comfortably still vote for I love it. Um, that's basically it's like kind of a wedding song now, which is kind of fun. Yeah, like, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, no, like it's right. another it's one really of those songs too. where like every part of it is good from start to finish. And um, I don't think it's like it hasn't become like it doesn't become like Sweet Caroline where I'm like annoyed to hear it. Like I always like enjoy hearing I love it if it comes on. Yeah. Feedback, yeah. I just like I I just kind of can't get there with that one for me i just you know also i would like to mention um what the fuck i thought this song was big in germany oh sure yes yes (laughs) i think that does help for argument's sake i might be coming around to i love it actually is that crazy to say yeah like i'm thinking about it more like um I mean, it's, I think it's a year older, but I was listening to I Love It in Bip by Sophie at basically the exact same oh. time, summer of 2013. And I mean, Bip is obviously super like formally audacious. Like it really like flips your expectations of what EDM is by like refusing to really like do a drop. And like, there's not really like a backbone to it. Whereas like Iconopop also is arguably like very experimental too. And that it is one level the whole time but yeah. it's still like recognizably in edms i mean it's honestly kind of like a peaches song is what it is hmm, it's just a really glossy peaches song i actually you know what i am gonna vote for i'm gonna vote for i love it i think <laughs> well i mean i guess mine doesn't really matter at this point but well, no every vote matters don't say that let's not lie on the pod no, it's okay to be a loser and like um, a, a failure of some kind, but like your vote was heard. You've said you have a platform to say what you think. No, no, I, I do. And I, I'm, I feel compelled either way, but I do think, you know, I love it. Put her on, you know? Yeah. 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 Like she wouldn't have opened and thus surpassed Marina and the Diamonds if she didn't have that song. <laughs> she wouldn't. She really wouldn't. Do you remember um, when we went to the Target activation? <laughs> <laughs> the Hunter by Target event? Yes, and um, Charlie opened for Troy Savon. Which, I don't know if I would say it in such words, but yeah, they both played. They both played, but like she did I Love It live. And that was really- And it was great. It was great, but also like you could tell she didn't want to do it. What's it was, Troy Savon Hunter- at the time? What, what, Wait, what's up? What songs would Troy Savan have had? I'm like confused about Charlie opening for Troy. He had See, my, that's the my, thing. My. It wasn't like an it wasn't like an opening situation. I do think Bloom was out. Oh, okay. had, I think he had that whole album, but it was and like he a had like Rain Boots Target event. So I wouldn't go as far to say that Charlie opened for Troy. Sure, but she certainly performed. It was a lineup of sorts. Him. She performed <laughs> she before him. Did they wear the boots or were they just kind of? No. You know, I don't think they did. I have photos somewhere, but is it really yeah. worth it? 
Troy had he had like youth and stuff. I don't want to give that twink any of my time or attention. To, so <laughs> I, like, all right, we got to move on to the second round. Um, yeah, sixteen seed versus nine seed, chasing cars versus that don't impress me much. Who wins? This is a crazy matchup. This is very. I, fun. This is also very, a very funny matchup. I think I'm gonna have to. Oh fuck. Um, this is actually hard. My answer is that that don't impress me much. I think mine is too, but like cha- the, the the fact that I thought about chasing cars. I'm thinking a little too much for this one. I'm gonna go with that don't impress me much, but like, I am too. Yeah, that one's. I don't know. I also want to give. Um, we need to just since they're falling out of the bracket, Angel Down. The lead singer of Snow Patrol is named A Gary Lightbody. And B, he is on a Taylor Swift album. Oh yeah. He's the on red, red. Right? The red. Yeah. The the guitarist of Snow Patrol also writes with, I mean, he's like a he writes with Ed Sheeran all the time now. I wish I you that, didn't so I'm know not saying that. that's a good or a bad thing, but it, it is a fact. No, we're just saying things. No, I mean, I like, I definitely wish you knew something else and not that. And I'm sure you, you know a lot of things, I'm sure, but like, you know, an inside I'm out, sure. they have like the little spheres and that's the knowledge and the memories and stuff. I wish we could swap out one of another sphere for that particular sphere of yours. Cause like, sure, I really, I just, I really, I, now I know that too. <laughs> I think he wrote one of um, another song, Drew, that you like, which I, I don't really want to say her name on this podcast. No, you can say it. Um, what's that new pink song? I think he wrote on that one too. <laughs> I don't know what name Did I was he write Trustfall? for. Weirdly, uh, yeah, you tr- wrote Trustfall. Okay, Trustfall is so good. Okay, enough. We've no, no, okay. no. We, let's no. Move on. no, no, no. A pink and no, red again no, song no, no. is very good. No, I... live. Well, the, the guitarist of Snow Patrol wrote and produced that song with Fred. Fred again. So I'm getting you a metal militia hoodie for your birthday. Can we move on? <laughs> Look, I can't control who serves cunt and who doesn't. It's not like some. We're we can all serve cunt at some point. So that's enough of that. Um, okay, that don't impress me much has moved on to the semifinals. All right, next matchup, 100% Pure Love by Crystal Waters versus This Love by Maroon 5. Uh, okay, so Waters. I do have a question. So I, I do, <laughs> I think there's a very obvious answer for what this is, but just on the subject of This Love, um, can you think of any other songs about, like, finger banging? Because he does have a line in there about, like, putting finger, like, fingertips into every inch of you. Like, are there any other songs that you can think of about finger banging? Whoa. Every oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay, actually, I have another question too. So when he said every inch of you, do you think that implies butt stuff or not? Yeah. Okay, do you okay. Think yeah. That's square footage. Yeah. Acreage, acreage. <laughs> do you think he knew that when he wrote it? Yeah, he's a little freak, I think. Like, do you think oh, he's absolutely. a freak? I could see him not being a freak. Or, or I could see him being like, yeah, I'm a freak, but like very regular. You know, like self-proclaimed. Yeah, like, Okay, yes or no vote. We have three people here, so we can come to a consensus. I think we all know the Is Adam Levine into anal fingering, oh. yes or no? I, yeah. See, I, himself think so. or for I don't think so. For himself or for others? I think for others. 
Not for I think, himself. <laughs> I forget what movie it is. Maybe Friends with Benefits, but someone's talking about like a finger, like a button. I feel like he's into that. So now we've <laughs> talked about Justin Timberlake twice on this episode. Um, <laughs> one, uh, one. I think he. I think. I think he would let you. I know that's not what you're so talking about. We're talking about, about on himself or on others. I think it started as others, but I'm taking it to him, and I think he would. He doesn't want people to know, but I think he would. So he's letting those like Instagram girlies like. <laughs> I'm sorry. The motion I just made, I like this is not a visual medium, but like I'm sorry for anyone who had to see that. Like, no, I'm gonna give a name for this where it's like you know, like he's. I'm sure he still considers himself like a virgin back there, but it's like a it's like a California virginity, sure. if you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which goes great with his stomach tattoo. All right, so we can all agree that Adam Levine is a questionable anal virgin, but he is. Uh, he did not win against Crystal Waters. We can all no, agree. Yeah, it, is, yeah. it would be very, like, I, I don't think, it would be funny if someone, like, earnestly believed that this love was better than 100% pure love. Like, that would be a very funny hill. It's kind of like that girl at the Grammys who was like, Music of the Spheres is my favorite album. And it's like, no one, no one said no one ever. That. Yeah. No one believes that um but yeah so yeah 100 percent pure love it's yes yeah uh, these two songs i'm glad glee ended when it did i'll say that because like i think it could have been sooner it, it could have been sooner but like this song you could pair these two songs in a glee mashup i think consider this lives would be saved if that show never existed Conversely, I think lives might have ended if that show didn't exist either. Yeah. But it's just which lives matter more to you. Like that show, I mean, it, that show made things get better so, <laughs> with a capital G and a capital B, but it also made things get a lot worse for a lot of people too. Um, yeah, I... Well, would Liam... Do you do Liam, a bracket of just Glee covers? Yes. Has anyone done that? That's actually, I'm surprised that BuzzFeed has, or something hasn't done that already. Yeah, we, we, I mean, honestly, well, I don't want, don't let BuzzFeed I, I do it, have, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it. Let we'll us handle it. this. I do have my number one, though, for that, and we just talked about it on last week's episode of the podcast with Alex Martinez, but, like, the Glee version of I Say a Little Prayer is impossibly con. It is. Diana Agron ate no crumbs. It is dead silent in the chat. <laughs> I will say I'm, I did not really watch Glee, so I, I can't comment. And that's why oh. you're probably the most level-headed, reasonable person, person here. here. Um, yeah. I mean, it's what else can be... Like, Glee has done worse things to the human body in collective society than asbestos than any that chemical cloud in Ohio right now, Chernobyl. Yeah, I think Nothing. you're absolutely safer to Nothing. eat paint. I would eat paint. I would <laughs> rather than watch. I don't think I could watch a in no relation to Glee. I would eat paint. <laughs> I don't think I would. I would rather eat paint than watch a full episode of Glee as an adult. I think like I just don't think my body. Oh come on, could handle it. No, I. <laughs> give me a spoon give me a spoon bitch give me that benjamin moore i'm taking the paint straight to the dome yeah you can, it's so like it's so tarnished at this point you can't watch an episode in naivety no 
I mean, we have, we have. Should we say RIP Naya so many Rivera? Communities. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, we got to move on. Um, okay. All right, next matchup. Weird one. Vroom Vroom by Charlie XCX versus High Horse by Casey Musgraves. Ooh, this is a hard one. I mean, I'm voting Vroom Vroom. Next to each other, they both feel like a little less impactful. Does anyone else feel that? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I do think that, so again, like, I do think High Horse, like, again, it's, like, good all the way through, like, versus, like, all, like Chorus Bridge, etc. But, like, Vroom Vroom, I would say, is probably more impactful Yeah, also, like, High Horse is. If I were to ever see, like, a lavender Lamborghini, per, per se, like, I would be like, oh, my God, Vroom Vroom. If I see a horse, I'm not, like, Casey Musgraves. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe that's worth something to, to you that's, folks. That's a very fair point. Like when I see horses these days, I think honestly Beyonce, because she really like kind of reclaimed horses for. Are you doubling back on buttons or? No, I would never. <laughs> like we kind of are in the like songs for faggots portion of the bracket here. Like Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm going from Broom. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go with Vroom Vroom. I, I think I rated High Horse higher on my, like, list that I put together, but I, like, High Horse really, I mean, I think it had, I think it's a really good song, but I don't think it had nearly the impact that Vroom Vroom has had. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I agree with that. If you're just taking it on an impact level, yeah, it has to, it has to be Vroom Vroom, like, with love to Casey, like, this is a good Even good on a sonic level, like, I think more than impact, like, Vroom Vroom just did like I'm sorry I, how many pop songs has High Horse influenced maybe five how many songs has Vroom Vroom spawned 500 yeah yeah and I mean High Horse itself is so like referential to other things too like right yeah okay that I mean that all seems on the up and up last matchup of this round this is a hard one. Buttons by the Pussycat Dolls versus I Love It by Icona Pop featuring Charlie X. Oh, that is hard. Not for me. I'm, I love it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I want to go back to Buttons for a minute because Buttons is such a strange song. Um, just the core conceit, if you will, is so strange because like loosening up your buttons that's really what you do. You know, like you, you pop a button, you like, you unclasp a button. You don't loosen it up. Like you're like twisting a screw. Well, are you like loosening them entendre. because you're like tearing off someone's clothes? Cause that well, would be loosening that. Because then the, like, if I think of loosening a button that means the button's kind of hanging off the shirt, if you will. <laughs> Cause like you're, you know, you're ripping off the clothes. So let's, okay. Going off of what you just said. Nicole Scherzinger sees a sexy man in the club and she's trying to get him to, to ruin her clothes. And she's like, I'm telling you. <laughs> she's not wearing J. Crew. Like, they didn't get like a spare button and a little dime bag in the back pocket. Like, that's her last button. Well, she's desperate, you and know. She's willing to risk it. She's, she's so like, she's so horny, she's willing to literally bust <laughs> out of her pop scenes. <laughs> Like, have you ever, have you ever, um, 
has the and for a woman to do that at that time <laughs> oh i mean it's very provocative <laughs> let's say that have you guys ever actually had a button pop off of your pants though it's so fucking annoying to hold up your pants oh yeah yeah i well i, I definitely <laughs> it's definitely happened my more like i had a i, had, I was at a I was at like a dance for business school and I was dancing a little too hard in my a what? A dance for business. Yeah. I know. Oh, a I, I, I took that as a dance for business school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it was and like was a like, formal, formal dance for anyway. So, and my, my pants, my entire pants ripped. And so that's a little bit more like vivid to me than like a button popping off. Yeah. <laughs> but she or didn't... there's like, there's an episode in something, probably some stupid ass Disney show where like a button popped off and it like ricocheted off of each wall and then like yes. broke a light bulb. And then like, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm getting when I hear the song. Yeah, like Nicole Scherzinger like has a full That's So Raven scenario. <laughs> it causes like an electrical fire all because she is so Or it goes horny. to like final, even not, let's go to Final Destination. It's a Final yeah. Destination scenario because of- uh, Absolutely. Yeah, the button pops off and then the club burns down. And also, like, I do feel our meat some falls sort into of- a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> I feel some sort of um, unfortunate responsibility in this moment to make sure that the last two songs are not by Charlie XCX. So I feel like I have to pick buttons. Ooh. And well, I no, listen. it would be, they would be, so, they, our- so no, the last two songs, the way the brand, so it would be, we like the next round, if we picked I Love It, it would be Vroom Vroom versus I Love It. Yeah, and Charlie XCX and, sings I Love It. And that's what I'm trying to like ward off. Well, but then one of them gets eliminated. So then, so do you not want them in the final two, want her in the final two at all? Oh, 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 I see. This is too Wait, much strategy. I don't like this strategy. Yeah, too much strategy. You're right, you're right, you're right, here. you're right. You can vote you're with right. your heart. What happened to heart? So my, my heart is, my heart is saying I love it for sure. And my Even heart is saying. I do want to rewrite buttons to be a Final Destination movie, to be honest. My heart is saying <laughs> Ashley, Nicole, Carmeet, Jessica, Kimberly, Melody, you're telling me. And I'm voting <laughs> buttons, so. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I am, I am too. Great. <laughs> All right. I love it though. Made made a good run. Thanks. You had a good go of it. Thanks for your <laughs> Okay. So final four here. First matchup, semifinals that don't impress me much versus 100% pure love. This is a hard one. My gut is saying 100% pure love. Yeah, I think I have to go the same way. Well, the camp has the, the camp is uh, closed for summer on that. Don't impress me much for me personally. Yeah, kind of hit. I can. I'll vote one hundred percent pure love too because it is more fun. That don't impress me much is fun though, but one hundred percent pure love feels a little bit like for the girls. In a way also, that- it's like kind of threatening. Like I'm gonna get you. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Get me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Crystal Water, like, this is, this is, this is a fine choice. I feel comfortable making this choice. Okay. Other side, Vroom Vroom versus Buttons. See, this is, this is so much more thrilling to me than Vroom Vroom versus I Love It. I'm going to go Vroom Vroom. Okay. Now, hear me out. Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever tried singing buttons out loud? 
in what way? I can't say I have. Okay, so Buttons doesn't really have a melody, except for the melody in the Pussycat Dolls. Like Buttons, like the actual melody of Buttons, like- The girl herself. It doesn't really work. Like it, it's not, um, it's like weirdly very monotone. The only reason it has like notes are the background singers. It's a very odd chorus and like it that does kind of impact its like sing-along ability in a way that Vroom Vroom really does not have. I disagree. Uh, Well, so. I could sing it easily right now. I mean, I'm no vocalist, but like the chorus is so readily available. And also I think Buttons has aspects to where um, what's that word for onomatopoeia? You know, sounds are are fun parts of singing that song. Yeah, like front and uh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and baby, can't you see? <laughs> like, tell me, tell me, like that first after, like loosen up my buttons. Uh, like, tell me that you hear that and like you don't feel sexy. Like, I do feel sexy during that song, but also like it's really funny when she's like. These clothes ain't fitting on me. Like turns into like a big like foghorn, like a cartoon foghorn, and she like blows big steamboat steam out of her machine. <laughs> steamboat Nikki. Um. Yeah, I, don't I mean, pick, I don't want to. But pick I also either. don't want to let you two decide. <laughs> I mean, Vroom Vroom, like, the impact is so impactful, and it is such a fun song to sing along to. Like, it is. But also, like, the these two music videos are equally great, too. The Buttons okay. music video is... Fantastic. Sexual. This is the one with the fire, right? There's fire, there's gold yes, shimmery okay. curtains, a lot of chair work. <laughs> I love chair work. I also um, love chair work. Has there been the chair work recently in a music video? yes right i mean the last one that i can think of was also pussycat dolls with react oh yeah that's actually what i'm thinking of is literally that yeah we should bring back chair work we should bring back chair work and we should also bring back rain machines which react also featured yeah and you know another iconic video that has both of those things that i just saw the other day at sidetrack is maya's my love is like whoa Um, oh i think that's tweet no it's not (laughs) Is it? It's <laughs> not. Tweet. Tweet sings oops parentheses oh my. Maya oh, it is Maya. Mind. You're right. Yeah, no, don't, okay. Don't I, fuck I, with I me like corrected. that. Sorry. Don't fuck with me, fellas. <laughs> tweet. Tweet oops oh my is a really good song, though. I feel oops. like there's another. Uh, never mind. It doesn't matter. Um, fuck. This is hard. My love is like, whoa. My kiss is like, whoa. Ah. <laughs> uh, and I kind of, I might know what you go, because I actually don't know where I'm voting on this one. It's just hard to like, it's like tough. you have t- two surfs stand before you. Like there's two wolves inside of you. These feel like very overlapping wolves though. <laughs> like th- this is like a wolf and a half of wolves. Like, Ugh. wow. I think I'm gonna, can I vote? I'm gonna, I think I made up my mind. Yeah, vote, vote baby. I'm gonna vote, I'm gonna do Vroom Vroom. I think I was leaning that way anyway, so I think we're all in a consensus there. I think like 
the chaos in me wanted to go buttons just for fun but I think I know that that's not true but also this is like you know voting is serious like I'm not trying to vote for like the flying spaghetti monster for president (laughs) I'm not trying to put buttons in the final two here like buttons is a great song but like these buttons for president (laughs) if Nicole Scherzinger ran for president would you vote for her absolutely not Michael I can say I think she's a Hawaiian citizen. I was going to ask if, well, because I was going to, I was asking because if, would she be someone that voted for Rick Caruso? And I think the answer would be yes. I hear that. But I don't know if she lives in LA or not. I I don't, don't well, I mean, she's like in London these, a lot these days, because she's like celebrated in the UK, which is one of the weirdest cultural, like, she is someone who needs to be in a place where she's celebrated. So that would, is that kind of like how Jesse J is really big in China? Yeah. <laughs> Jesse J's huge in China. She yeah, won Jesse like, J on this bracket. Uh Jesse J has never been discussed on Crisis Twin. And I actually think she's that is like Delta. true. She's flying Delta. She's pregnant. <laughs> she's pregnant. Okay. I don't care. We have the final matchup here. This is a good final matchup. I'm it is a good final matchup. Yeah, this I, is I'm great. happy with this final matchup. A hundred percent pure love versus vroom vroom. This is really hard. Um, this could actually tear the community apart. Yeah. Like, these are two, like, 15 out of 10 perfect songs. I agree. Great music videos. A lot of impact. Like, really, like, paradigm shifting in a lot of ways. Whew. Like, does it feel a little first thought to vote Vroom Vroom here? Um... It, it, that's not my first thought so it's a little um you've got a little bit of a generational divide too i say yeah. with this sure. with this with this one because i think they're iconic in different eras yeah we do i mean For we sure. started this episode off with a lot of bear phobia um <laughs> and now we have we do have the opportunity to rectify our mistakes here it very much does feel like Bears versus Twinks right now, and that only leads me in one direction, unfortunately. Are you anti-twink? I'm not pro. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Charlie XEX does really make song for twin. It's so- a song for twink. If she makes songs for twink, <laughs> what was, like, yeah. it's really like what was her what was the crowd at her concert like? Because you went to her Ooh. show in Chicago. Yes, I did. Oh, I went to her Charlie show. Charlie Crowd is is one of my top five least favorite places. Yeah, it is like skinny, mean twinks and non-binary people because I feel like that's just who's there. Um, I, like, so, <laughs> that was that, extra funny to me for some she's reason. Like, she's like, she plays some of the worst venues too, like consistently picks some like really weird venues like the Hargett, Hunter for Target, fun fair at the rose like the rose bowl parking lot or like this show is at the aragon ballroom which is a venue i do not care for even that, a little yeah, bit here i've, I've this on terminal there five is where i saw her last for the charlie tour that was like i can't i, I felt like literally yeah. trapped no Wait, it's like which, a where did you see her terminal five in uh, new york okay, yeah. and it felt like a literal trap and we've no, I've seen Charlie with you three times now, which is crazy, I think. Maybe Honestly, not. that doesn't actually, feel like enough. But we, we saw her at the El Rey, which was actually fun. Oh, that was the best. That yeah, was that was probably thing, the best right? venue. And then I she went did... there for the first time last night. That is a good venue. 
Elray's great. Yeah. El we Ray's... also saw Azalea there. Yeah. We saw Azalea there. That was a fun night. Is Azalea um, on the bracket somewhere? 212 has to be. We'll get to it. Um, okay. <laughs> safe to say Azalea, Azalea has been on the bracket at some point. Um, okay. So I just feel like an argument for like tearing. Okay, never mind. It's not my place. But if no, 212 I, isn't somewhere, I feel like I feel that irresponsible on your part. Well, I don't want to be accused of being irresponsible. Like I put a lot of thought into like, you know, my role as like a community leader, like this may be a niche podcast. Listen to what? Well, what? I actually, my like, you know, that episode of SpongeBob where Pat, it like zooms out to Patrick's thought bubble and it's like spilled milk on the table. That literally just happened to me. <laughs> I watched um, it in real time. <laughs> Needless to say, I am the Lorax of the gay community, and I take that position very seriously. Um, did you guys see Azalea perform last night? I will. What? Oh, yeah, she had that short hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was in like a great wig. I love Azalea in short hair, and she never does it. And I was really happy to see that. Wait, where was she? What was this for? At the my least favorite fashion brand, Dion Lee. She did the um the after show uh that she like stood on a bunch of tables yeah it was good she i mean she sounded great but she was in like um like an alfrey woodard in the 90s kind of wig it was very it looked really good on her i was really into it you like dion lee less than ldss yes wow the dion those dion lee corset tops are the equivalent of those like home de garcon converse shoes with the little heart peak i can't not stand them stand that they are bad sissy clothes that that's my thought are the, are those two brands that are worn at charlie concerts yes a dion Lee course, you you can't throw a stone in at a charlie concert without hitting a dion lee course at top i've never so I, i'm not familiar with dion lee i only know ldss because i feel like every time i've seen uh that on instagram it's like clothes for people with size 22 waists Size 22 yeah. waist and 12 inch dicks. Like, like, <laughs> that's, like those proportions are not real. That's <laughs> like, not true. That's not true. What? <laughs> Size 22 waist and 12 inch dicks? Like, yes, these twinks out here are dangerous. But I mean, so is LDSS like casting like the Bellamy boys? Is that what we're like? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a great collab, actually. <laughs> that would actually turn me back on the LDSS <laughs> like and all the proceeds go to like victims of sex trafficking <laughs> I need to go <laughs> um okay so the matter at hand room room oh I'm, I like ejected the idea of picking <laughs> from my yeah. mind I we just we were just peeking at this point <laughs> I, I think like the the things we just talked about, I kind of now want to vote for 100% pure love because I don't want to see, like I Room Room is a fantastic song, but I kind of don't want to pick it almost out of spite. Is that crazy? No. Also, I think, I think there's a lot wider audience for 100% pure love, which should be considered in such a grand scale. Yeah. Like, I think you could play Room Room for a lot of people and they would be like, this is garbage and I absolutely don't agree but I think there's a lot fewer people who would say that about 100% pure love my brother is a really big Charlie fan my straight brother hi Grant um 
Hi, Grant. He has a before and after, more or less, though, with Charlie. And that is Vroom Vroom. Like, anything from, like, Vroom Vroom to good ones, he is not into. And I think that's kind of the litmus test. Oh, wow. So it's, inter- so it's interesting you say that because Vroom Vroom originally got, like, a 4.5 on Pitchfork. and I remember that. And the, the writer has since disavowed that review, partially because I think the Charlie stands bullied her which like made. <laughs> made her made her disavow it um but i do think that there is a like char- like there's a portion of charlie's fan base that dropped off after room room i i would totally buy that but there's also a sector that like jumped in after it sure too, yes exactly yeah. it, it's yeah. like it, it was a swap it was a swap sort of situation i think she really she swapped out a lot of like straight fans who were really into like her and like Sky Ferreira and the early grime stuff for insane faggots. Absolutely, because that's the direction she was headed with, like whatever that album was, the pink one. I just pretend it doesn't exist, to be honest. Yeah. Um so oh, sad. And what's the song? What's Sucker. her big song? What's and the Boom Clap? Boom Clap, boom clap like, yeah. Boom Clap. Unless we forget fancy. <laughs> boom clap. <laughs> I like fan. Uh, um, is there bad baby on the bracket? There's no bad baby on the bracket. Wait, That's what's that really good bad baby song? Um, hi, bitch. Gucci flip flops. Hi, ba- yeah. Hi, bitch is okay. Now that's a good song. Gucci flip flops is also great. The fa- that is bad that is also another like, good song. A shockingly good, um, shockingly good career. Her catalog. Where I mean, I know she's rich now, so she probably doesn't want to make, make music anymore. But like, she is making like three million dollars a month on OnlyFans right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's it's crazy. collecting. Wow. Yeah, she's. I would she's never release really music well. again. I guess if I were her, but like, I would hear. <laughs> I would hear a bad baby song. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy to hear a bad baby song. Though Bad Baby and Charlie did collaborate on that one song on the Clean Bandit album, and it is fucking awful. Is I, I can't say I've heard that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, honestly, I can't either. No, it's it's called um I'm looking it up. It's called Playboy Style. Oh it's I very am... bad. Wait, I can't say I knew Bad Baby was on that. Wait. Okay, I need to so I just Googled um I looked this up on Spotify and algorithmically Spotify is pushing three featuring things to me right now. One this is Bad Baby, a playlist. <laughs> Second, Bad Baby Radio, a radio station. And three, Addison and Sherry's mixtape, which is Addison Ray and her mom's like collaborative playlist. I'm obsessed. Yeah, that's cute. That's is cute. this the Krusty Krab? No, <laughs> this is Bad Baby. <laughs> so, okay, we I would have also to like vote. to say, looking up Playboy style, the only thing I see is lyrics, Fashion Nova. So consider that. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Is Bad Baby a Fashion Nova ambassador? I, I think if not in actuality, I could see at one point in her career. Yeah. Absolutely in her chart. She is like a future love and hip hop cast member for sure. Or she's my wife if we play it right. I mean, lest we forget, she's still only like 19. There's no way she's 19. Yeah, she's, she's like 19. A- She's young, but I don't think she's that young. That would okay. blow my little brain. She's okay. 19. She's 19. Love. She's 19. Wow. <laughs> I always forget that her real name is Danielle Peskowitz Brigoli. <laughs> How could you forget that? That that's that's a shocking name. Um 
Okay, we have to vote. I'm sorry, we have to vote. I, I pick. Yeah, I, 100% pure love. Oh, okay, then we're 100% on the same page. Um, congratulations yeah. to 100% pure <laughs> love. Um, not the winner I would have expected from this bracket, but like something that did at the end of the day feel very right to pick. Yeah, maybe so. this was like my own personal manifestation, but that's what I wanted to be at, at the top all along. A little bit of movie magic here. Um, I'm recording these brackets out of order. So we're recording the third part of the bracket today, but I've only recorded the first part of the bracket prior to this episode. 100% pure no love. I what that means. I don't either. I might have to like word salad that and edit, but the final four now consists of two songs, technically. 212 by Azalea Banks. Yeah! And 100% pure love. That's that feels right. That's good. I like that. Yeah, that's taste. It's taste. It's taste. It's taste. Um, to for so y'all get a little sense. Like maybe listen to the episode two or whatever. But like two one two beat promiscuous. Um, in the final battle for that, I would I would pick that as well. I would yeah. a, a million. I mean, I would pick sexy back. So obviously, I would pick two one two. Promiscuous was kind of the little engine that could though. Um, it choo choo chewed its way through that bracket like i was kind of it's a great fucking song but like i was a little surprised too but 212 212 and 100% pure love are like we're that's gonna a stack it's that's, about to be a girl fight yeah that could the girls will girl on that one yeah oh my god wow what an exercise thank you two so much for being here for being a part of my 100th episode spectacular um if you would like to promote anything well, where can people find you on social media? Crickets. Crickets? Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm kind of over socials, but, you know, you can find me under probably Florida Boys World anywhere. Um, but also you can ask for my number and then we can have a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> I want to promote world peace. <laughs> yay oh my wait the balloon never came the he spy balloon he, well they heard they heard the conversation about bad baby and they're like we gotta leave flood <laughs> <laughs> um, the scene you 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 can find me at fkpigs <laughs> on twitter with a z um on instagram at drew haskins with z's and follow at crisis swing pod on twitter and instagram for direct updates from the pod itself we will be back tomorrow with part four of the bracket the guest choice in which 16 guests have picked a song to submit to the fourth quadrant of the bracket and we will uh determine what the best song out of that is for the final four on friday what a hit wow that's what a hit Um, Until then, bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.